Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Today is an awesome day. Today is April 11th, 2009, and I'm so excited to be able to share this moment with you, to be able to be here and give you insight and give you wisdom on things that will help you realize your dreams, your goals. And I don't take this moment lightly, people. I thank you for showing up every week. I thank you for listening to the podcast. I thank you for telling your friends. I thank you for everything. I thank God for you because without you, I couldn't do this. And without you, there would be no reason for me to be here. So just letting you know, I I definitely appreciate you as always. Um, Again, I want to thank God for this opportunity to be here today. As always, I turn this show over to God now and I allow his Holy Spirit to use me as he sees fit so that we both get greatly impacted by this show. And I, I'm I'm just so excited because this show today, um, many of you may have received my email, may receive my uh, text message or my uh, Twitter uh, response or, or on Facebook. Uh, today is a dynamic show. I have uh, today is going to be an international show. I'm actually inter- interviewing uh, some international guests, um, and also we're going to be talking about the art of allowing. Uh, that is one of the keys to um, Massive dream realization. So, you know, before we get going really, really, really good, I'm going to change the pace for a moment here. I'm going to um, give you the divine intervention for this week, and then I'm going to do something different. Um, today's divine intervention I got from First Chronicle, verse four and ten, and people, many people will be familiar with this verse once I read it, but many people may already know what it is, but. Um, this is a very dynamic verse, and it's very, very, very important for where we're going today and where we're going in the future. So here it is. Today's divine intervention, First Chronicle 4 and 10 states, And Jabez called on God, the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my borders, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me, and God granted him that which he requested uh, most many people who who know um, that scripture know that that's uh, what is called the prayer of Jabez and the prayer of Jabez is a dynamic prayer for all dreamers all visionaries anybody who's aspiring to do something great in life because it's a very simple prayer it's only four pieces to this prayer but each four of these pieces is very dynamic um, and it's basically the thing that that causes expansion in whatever it is you're doing. This is a, this this prayer was a prayer of expansion and a prayer of of thanking God for you know giving him the, the the wherewithal to actually even pray this prayer, and that he trusted God enough to say, you know what, I believe that there's something greater about what you've called me to do than what I'm seeing, and that's what I'm telling you people, telling everybody today, there's something greater to your life than what you've been called. Excuse me. There's something greater to your life. There's a greater calling upon your life than what you're seeing now. You know, like I said, we we, we know about the economic situation in the United States. We we know about um, some of the, the hard times that are being, people are facing, but there's something greater than what you see that you've been called to. And today, just reach out. Trust God that you can be whatever it is he's called you to be. Because all things are, are, are still possible. 
again, I, I, I reach out to you and I tell you that there's a black man in the White House and there's a, white, a black man living in the White House as the president of the United States of America. That is a dynamic factor. And for that reason, you know, we, we know that all things are possible. So what I want people to understand now is that your dreams are that important. Just ask God to bless your dreams, to bless what it is you've been called to do, and, and expand the borders of that so that it, that it just doesn't reach, you know, right around your little circle, but it takes you outside of your comfort zone. It takes you to places you would never even thought of going. And that while he's doing that, that his hand stays on you, that he's covering this whole journey. And that while this journey is covered, that you don't do anything or hurt anybody in the, in the midst. You don't do anything that would cause the, the journey to stop and, and that you don't do anything to hurt anybody while you're on the journey. And I wanted to give you that because I know that this is a dynamic time and people are stepping out on their dreams, stepping out on, on faith and, and trusting God for, for great things. And so I wanted to give you that divine intervention today to help you along the way. Um, also, I'm going to give you a presidential wisdom uh, from President Barack Obama. And if you were listening, and I know you're listening really well, really clearly, um, you're going to recognize this divine intervention. I mean, excuse me, this presidential wisdom. And it goes, we need to steer clear of this poverty of ambition where people want to drive fancy cars and wear nice clothes and live in nice apartments but don't want to work hard to accomplish these things. Everyone should try to realize their full potential. Again, we need to steer clear of this poverty of ambition where people want to drive fancy cars and wear nice clothes and live in nice apartments but don't want to work hard to accomplish these things. Everyone should try to realize their full potential. And that's presidential wisdom for this week from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And moving forward uh, in the show, I want to give you a, a, a brief teaching lesson today because um, I want to definitely get have time for our guests to um, to share their dynamic stories with you. Um, our lesson today is going to be on the art of allowing. The art of allowing. And allowing is a subset of attraction. What you allow, you're going to attract. And what you attract, you can actually receive. So... But it's, there, there has to be a start. There has to be a starting place, and, and allowing is the starting place to attraction. And what happens is that in the universe, the way this universe was created, the universe is created abundantly. The universe's natural state is abundance. Therefore, lack is unnatural. I'll repeat that. The universe's natural state is abundance. Therefore, lack is unnatural. In the way that God created this universe, he created abundantly, he created, you know, to be a blessing. And when you don't see the blessing, when you don't experience the blessing, there's, there's something off, and it usually, it's usually starting by what you are allowing. Allowing is how you get into the universe's abundant flow. Um, allowing also is the on-off switch to accessing the universe's defined supernatural flow from God's abundant source. These are things that you have to, to to really take a look at because if there's a difference between somebody who's actually living a, a great life and actually is a spiritually sound person versus somebody who's actually 
who's who's li- living a good life as far as material is concerned, but not really living a life that you want to emulate. And these are things to to understand also that we'll talk about later, but today we're just going to focus on the, the allowing part. And allowing is basically allowing your allowing yourself to to be open to receive something that's greater than yourself. You have to you have to be able to receive something greater than yourself in order to become who you you've been called to be because in your conscious state now you still you still need help to get where you need to be. That's what these you know the shows that we're we're doing here are are about. This is what everything that we're we're working on here is for is to get you to another place. It's to get you to the, the place of your destiny. And Allowing is that major piece. You have to submit yourself to to God's authority and God's power in order to move forward in that power. So I'm going to give you some some um, steps that you can apply immediately and expect an immediate change in your life. Um, but also I just want to let you know that um, some other things about allowing. Allowing is not chasing. It's accepting, which means that just because something may be appealing to you and you may want it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean you have to chase after it. I know sometimes as dreamers we say, okay, I'm chasing my dreams, but it's more dynamic when you understand how the universe works and you get into the flow of how the universe works. Once you're in the flow, the plans that you create and the things that you want to you know accomplish and pull off are much easier to execute versus trying to chase after something or trying to force something. You have to accept the fact that you've been designed to call for good things to happen for you. You've been called, you've been designed to to be able to speak out good things, and that means that you, the universe hears your voice and hearkens to your voice because that's the way it was designed. It's voice activated. So whatever it is you're, 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 you you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things, and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're gonna get into the lesson. Um, a few, okay, one more thing. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you, and that this is something to to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, and about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. So if if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you if you reject it, if you reject it, you you, you let go of it, and that that thing that which was good was coming for you, you you turn away from it, and you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day, every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy. God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed his universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless you. It's designed to be it's a design in abundance. But you have it's your choice to get in the flow. So I'm gonna give you five steps real quickly how to get into the flow, how to master the art of allowing. First things first. The first step to mastering the art of allowing is to repent and forgive. Repent and forgive. A lot of times people have have made mistakes and they're holding on to guilt or somebody's hurt them and they won't let go of the pain. 
Well, in those cases, you have to really, 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 really focus on how you can let go of that stuff. Because until you can let go of, of, of a hurt or a pain or a mistake you've made or somebody who, who hurt you, until you can fully let go of that, you interfere with the abundance of the universe flowing into your life. Anything that takes your attention off of the natural state of the universe, which is, which is abundance, produces lack. Unforgiveness, guilt, shame, condemnation, all those things cause you not to be able to tap into the universe's natural flow. And anything that causes you not to be able to tap into the natural flow, you have to eliminate. But it's a simple solution. Repentance is the, actually just confessing the fact, you know what, I made a mistake. Father, forgive me. And Scripture tells us that if we are we, we can confess our sins, that God is just faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And that happens the moment you do it. That's an instant thing. And that helps you turn everything around. It can help you. Repentance is actually turning away from the mistake you made and going in the opposite direction so that you don't make that same mistake again. And that opens the door up to so many things happening to you, so many blessings, so many so many favorable things happening to you, so many opportunities opening up to you because at the moment that you say, I made a mistake, forgive me, you're saying to the universe, you're saying to the universe that God designed for you that I want to be completely open to you. I want to be completely open to good. I have a statement on my uh, Facebook page this week that said that I allow the universe to manifest my good to me right now. I allow the universe to manifest my good right now. And I can say that because, you know what, I can admit earlier in this week I made some mistakes, but I was able to, to, to catch the mistakes, ask for forgiveness for the people I made the mistakes to, and even to God, and turn away and go in another direction. Now I can move freely. Now I can, can not worry about what would have, would have, could have, should have, is not. I'm going in the, in the right direction now. I made amends for the mistakes I made. And also forgiveness. Forgiveness. You have to forgive people who may hurt you. You have to forgive people who, you have to forgive yourself for making mistakes. You have to be willing to forgive because forgiveness is a major player in how your mind receives goodness. It's a major factor in how you receive the universe's good. And you have to be in a forgiving place. You have to, anybody who causes you any pain right now, just forgive them. Just say, you know what, I want you, after this show, if, find somebody, find some time to yourself and just speak it out in the universe. I forgive any, any and everybody who's caused me any pain or any harm. And I send you about on your, on your way in peace. Release them in peace. Because what's coming to you is much greater than, than than the unforgiveness you would hold towards them. The next step to how to master the art of allowing. Believe your good is possible. Believe your good is possible. It's impossible to receive something that you don't believe. Again, I'm going to say it. It is impossible to to receive something that you don't believe. And if you don't believe something, you won't have it. But if you do believe it, you open the door to have it. I know one thing about myself. I've actually learned that this is a, a very, very, very important piece to, to the puzzle of being a dreamer, being a visionary, being a, an accomplisher. Yeah, I said accomplisher. I know that's not really a word. 
But um, you have to believe it. You know, all things are possible to him that believe. So in understanding that all things are possible to him that believe, I have to believe. Believing opens the door for so many other good things to happen to me. I believe that this universe is designed for my good. I believe that people, there are more people for me than against me. I believe that all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me. I believe that if I can write a plan, that God will order my steps to, to the end of that plan, to the success of that plan. I mean, I believe that. I, I believe that without a shadow of a doubt that everything I need is lined up for me right now. I believe that without a shadow of a doubt the people that that's going to hear this podcast are going to understand that I'm teaching this stuff from my heart. And I want people to be uh, be blessed by what it is I'm teaching. I, I believe that. I believe that there's there's no good thing that's being held up from me. And I believe that knowing those things, that it's just a matter of me following through on what I'm supposed to do. Because now I got the first piece of, of the puzzle together, and that's to believe it. I believe that I can be great. I believe that I'm a champion. I tell people all the time I'm phenomenal, and because I be, because that's what I believe. What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about your goals? Because I can tell you right now, whatever that is, it's determining how, how well you will ever accomplish those goals and if you will accomplish those goals. You have to believe that good, your good is possible. Now, after you've repented and, forget, and forgiven anybody who's, who's wronged you, including yourself, and now that you believe that your good is possible, the third key to mastering the art of allowing is to speak what you believe. Speak what you believe. If you believe something, your actions are going to start lining up with that. One of the first things that lines up with what you believe is what you say. So you have to make sure that everything that you think is congruent to what you're saying. You have to make sure what you're saying is congruent to what you're thinking. Because what you're saying, the, the, life, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So what you speak out is either going to produce life or it's going to produce death. It'll bring you, it's either going to bring you closer to your dreams or it's going to take you further away. It's either going to bring you to your dreams or it's going to tear the very dream that you have out of your um, spirit. You have the authority to speak things into life. So choose your words wisely. So what, what you believe, speak those things out. And not necessarily to somebody else, but to at least speak them out where you can hear them because he, faith comes by hearing. Because you can't trust everybody with your dreams. And I tell you that now. You you cannot trust everybody with your dreams. So stay focused on, you know, not so much trying to please other people, but staying in the flow of the universe. The fourth step, after you've repented and you believe your good is possible and you're speaking out what you believe, portray what you believe. Display what you believe. In other words, in portraying and displaying what you believe, you're you're making you're you're starting to look like the thing that you believe in. You're starting to look like it's re- that you're ready for whatever it is you believe. That means that if if you're expecting a new car to come in your garage, then you need to get the old car out of the garage. You need to clean the garage out so that when the new car comes in, nothing scratches the paint. If you're believing for you believing uh, for a new house, you know you have to you know get this other house cleaned up so you can be ready to move out of it. You gotta you know you have to believe that you can have it. And speak that you can have, but but you also have to show that you're ready for it, show that you believe it. So once we got that, we got those four steps together. You've repented, and you've forgiven anybody who's harmed you. You believe your good is possible. You're speaking what you believe. You're portraying and displaying what you believe. The fifth step to master the art of allowing is to receive your good. 
Now, in receiving your good, it may not necessarily be the actual manifestation of it, but it's it's believing that it can. You believe in that it can happen. You're speaking it out. You're portraying it, and you're displaying it. Now you're saying, you're telling the universe, I'm ready for this. And this is this is when attract. This is the, how the law of attraction starts. It starts with with how you allow things. So take these five steps, ponder on them, study them, and trust me, you're going to see a dynamic change in how you flow and how you accomplish your dreams. And again, like I say, if the things I'm showing you and the things I'm teaching you are really impacting you, drop me a line. Tell me, you know, send me an email and tell me, hey, you know, I like the lesson from this week or I like the lesson from that week. Let me know. I like to hear these things from you because I want to know how to, to better suit your needs. So you can always send me an email. The email address is mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R at gmail.com. Well, people, I'm I'm thoroughly excited. I mean, today is an absolutely phenomenal day, and we have some dynamic guests coming on the show today. Um, our first guest is a dynamic film producer uh, from Mexico. She has produced award-winning short films um, for MTV and other major uh, film outlets. She's also currently working on some new projects that are sure to grab your attention. Without any further ado... I'd like to welcome to the show Miss Tatiana Garcia. <laughs> Hi, Miles. How Hi, you Tatiana. Doing? I'm great, and you? It's good having you here. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, well, really I, great to be on your program. <laughs> it's exciting. It's well, exciting. It is. It's very it is. exciting. Yeah. I, well, Tatiana, uh, we spoke earlier in the week, and um, you told me something that really, really caught my attention. You said that you believe that anything is possible. Yes. Uh, could you can you tell the people why you feel this way? Um, well, it always has as always has a story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And first of all, well, I have like a really strange kind of family. Okay. Where my mom is actually from Dominican Republic and my dad is from Mexico. Okay. They got to meet in Russia. Okay. And my brother was born there. Later on, they decided to go to Mexico, and that's the place where I was born, and I, I love, and <laughs> <laughs> and I found everything there. Okay. And later on in life, my parents got divorced. Okay. And one of the main things that became a lesson in life is to see my mom as a single parent, um, raising two chi- two kids in a foreign country that she decided to live. Okay. And that is my first encounter of believing that anything is possible. She set up her mind, and she was the first person to tell me that nothing can really stop you for anything, no matter where you come. So basically, in Mexico, we started all a new life. Okay. With my mom, from zero all the way to where we are now, that we are like... In every each way, we live really, really, really well in Mexico, and well, now I have all this opportunity to be living here in New York. <laughs> okay. And and yeah, I do believe I've proven to myself that against all odds, against everything, you just anything is possible. Anything that you dream about, anything that you see yourself in, is really, really, really possible. Wow. 
Yeah. And that's, that's good for people to hear because, you know, a lot of times as dreamers or even as a as just people who may, you may not be a dreamer, but people who who see the things that go on in, in the world and some of the bad things that happen in the world and they get discouraged, it's always good to know that somebody's been through something and they've come through it. And your story, I know this, this is something people will, will definitely hear and, and be inspired. Um, you know, I know that I know that you are a dynamic film producer. I mean, this is not, this is, goes without saying now. And you know, you just told us about your unique childhood. Uh, could you please tell us how you believe your childhood affects you know the passion that you put into your movies? Yeah, well, um, basically, my childhood formed my attitude and character of being a strong and independent woman in a way. And I always grew basically most of the time alone as I didn't have no parents and everything. So every little single problem that came through, I have to overcome with myself. Of course, I did have the support of my family. It was not that I was alone. Right. But it it was hard. It was it was hard in a way that a lot of people would put me down, basically, because I didn't have, you know, a strong structure or family or, you know. Right. And and they there were a lot of obstacles to get to, to, the, right. way, to the place that I am. A lot of things that I thought they were going to be all wrong, I, I, I know there's. You always can choose from right and wrong. You right, exactly. have this decision to make. And for me, one of the things that I learned in life is that no matter what the things that you have make in life, made in life, mm-hmm. you also have always the chance to choose something different for that. And a great way to have that is pursuing something that you really have your passion about. My passion was always films, was always... Okay. I want to do that. I remember watching films since I was little, little, really little. And I said to myself, I want I want to do that. I remember when MTV came out, I'm, I'm right. that generation. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I, I remember the, one of the things that I said, it was, I will, one day I want to work there and I want to be there. And, and I don't know how. I, I, I really don't know. I never know how I'm going to make it. I just put my mind into it and dream about it and be like I just want to really do that and and life works in strange ways or marvelous ways yes ma'am that it puts you in a track and and everything that you make every decision that you make will take you closer to everything and that also to make decisions is also to learn that a lot of times they're going to be knows there's going to be rejection, there's going to be hard times where you're going to feel like the worst person in the world, like with no attitude or with no capacity to do anything. Yes. They're always going to come around. Yes. But also having that dream there is also the little steps that will move you closer to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, like I said, I, I feel it when you when you speak and I feel it. I definitely feel that, you know, this is something that you... You really want to. You really are, are a driven person, like, and, and people. I think people can feel that too. And, and just seeing where you come from, and, and, and knowing that now, it's, it's 
it's just dynamic. I mean, you you basically had a dream. You saw something. You saw, you know, MTV when it first came out, and yeah. uh, and said that I want to be a part of that. Yeah. And, and that I mean that is dynamic. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I don't know. You know, life puts itself like that. Um, for me, dreaming is like I, I said to you the other the other day. Is like breathing. Is I don't conceive my life without dreams or without. Well, you know, having to think that I want to do something different. I'm one of the, also one of my characters is that I'm very curious about everything. I'm very curious about people. I'm very curious about culture. And that's also the thing that's why I decide to choose films because I can get near everything that I love and every kind of issue that I really, really, really love or find interesting in, in that. Um, I remember the first time that I did my first feature-length film that is actually where my, my, my baby, as I tell it, everything, <laughs> because it's as hard as <laughs> giving to birth, I think. <laughs> All the process, and actually, one of the things is that a lot of people believe that to make a film, you need a lot of money, and you need a lot of people, and you need everything to, to, to you know, achieve a film. It's, it's right. like it looks so far away. And one of the things that I got to realize in my life is that anything is possible. Yes, ma'am. Anything is possible, no matter what you all you only need. People that have this kind of feeling, people that want to do things like you. Um, and that was my encounter with the director of All the Kisses, the, okay. the name of the of my film. He came to me one day and he was like, I don't know how, I don't know when, I, I, don't, I don't have the slightest idea of how this is going to become, but it is going to happen. I, right. I I don't care. Even I really don't care if you told me no. <laughs> right. <laughs> And and I was like, okay, let me read the script. And I read the script. I totally fall in love with it. Okay. And I tell him, I'm I'm doing it. I'm no no I'm doing it. So what we have to do? And he was like, well, we have six thousand dollars. And I was like, excellent. He was just shocked when I I <laughs> answered him, excellent. He was like, really? You're the first producer that I find since I've been back from Germany, and you're the first producer that told me it's possible. I was like, well. You don't need anything else. Do you want more? He was like, who are you? Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like... So I had to stop you one second. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you worked on a major film for $6,000? Yes. It, it was a dream to pursue, to make it. We did it. We... When it, that is one of the things that I told you, like connections and everything in life, yeah. every decision that you make, at the end it's going to put you on, on the spot. Right. When I was doing this film, I already have been, a, well, I turned down to be in MTV because I didn't want to do television no more. Okay. But actually they were the ones that always told me that that place was my home. Okay. That anything that I want, it was actually there. Okay. So they they didn't give us any money, but they were like, I need a building with a helicopter landing place. And they were like, oh, you have our building. Of course, you can come in whenever you want, whatever you want. This is your home. Wow. Wow. Um, I met along the way, since my childhood friends until now, they, they poured little stuff to the film. They were like, oh, well, I can do you a prop. I can give you 
clothes for your wardrobe. I can, you know, I have like a lot of DV cassettes that you can use because I'm not using them. Things wow. like that happen. At the end, 6,000 was enough to have everybody eating right properly, having wow. their own life together. And we came out and we were went to nine festivals around the world, and it was <laughs> really, really amazing. Just pursuing your dream and, and having enough faith to believe that it was possible. Things yeah. fell in place. Yeah. And and even, you know, reaching through that process is, is really hard. It's, right. Sometimes you can actually believe that it's, you're not going to make it, but it's just to be, you know, like to hold on really strong and say, this is what it is, and we have to make it to the end. You don't cannot leave things middle way because if you leave things middle way, you never will know what right. will happen. Right. And the one of the things that I do believe is I I don't like a lot the word if I if I should I done this if I did that or you know is Life without no. regrets, yes. Life without no, regrets. do things without regrets. Go all the way to the end. Yes. And, yeah, but and because you will know the answer is, uh, for me, is like, there's no more risk than not taking it, you know? There's no worse risk in life than not taking one, actually. And, and that has taken me to the place that I am right now. That has taken me all, all the way to New York, <laughs> Being alone in a way in New York yeah. and never totally thinking that I would that. shoot here anything that would work. I totally understand that. That's that's. Uh, but sometimes when you're pursuing the thing that's inside of you, it's going to put you in a place of isolation, moment just momentarily. But when you come out of it, you'll be such you'll be in a much better place because the process made you much better. Yeah, at the end you would will take something out of it. Maybe you know, maybe mine my film in a way was a blessing. Right. The way that I got to the festivals. At the end, if that didn't happen, I will always have the feeling that I made a movie. If it was good or it was bad, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. My goal was that I learned so much about it. I learned about the whole process. What I'm taking with me is that I was passionate about it. I gave it all. Right. And that was a lesson for life that you actually can achieve. What right. was the price? The price were things that I never even thought that it would happen. I never view myself winning awards. I never view myself um, going to festivals. That is the thing that is not part of my dream. Okay. My dream is going to the things that I feel passionate about and set that my dream like as a goal. It's not the recognition, the, you know, the recognition about it. It's what my, myself fulfill out of it. Right. Right. Well, and I think, you know, the recognition everything is just a plus. I always think about it like a plus. It's like just in a way life telling you you're in the right path. You right. are doing what you believe. You are doing things right. You're being honest with yourself. And that is what I think is all about it. So what role do you believe, um, do you believe, you know, the fact that you actually believe in yourself and believe in your dreams, what, what role do you, does that play in you actually living the life of your dreams? Um, I play a role really important. I, I, as I said, one of the things that I am pretty strongly is that 
for myself, I'm a really, really, really bad, bad judge about it. I, I always know you always have this feeling that you can do things a little better every time. Right, that, that's true. You know your your boundaries. You know also your weakness. You also know, but you also know your you know like your virtues and what it, what you're capable of. Right. And also, and 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 for me, that is the way that I live my life in these dreams is. To always set my things and always have in my mind that I did the best that I could. Right. That maybe things weren't wrong, that maybe things were not perfect, but in time, when I was doing it, I will always do it the best that I can. And Tatiana, that 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 is an absolutely phenomenal statement. Listen to what she's saying, people. She's saying that she, in everything she's doing. She's put her best foot forward, and after that, you don't worry about the results. If you give your best first, you don't have to worry about the results. I mean, I can tell you about some some situations myself personally where I did not give my best foot. I did not put my best effort first, and I paid the consequences for it. And as a person who who's an achiever now and a, and a dreamer and a, a visionary and a, a person who realizes goals, I understand the the power in making your best just giving your best. When you give your best, you don't have to worry about the results. Things are going to work out for you, and things will start lining up for you when, when you give your best. And just li- listen to the story Tatiana just giving you. This is, uh, you know, this is dynamic stuff because people, your dreams are designed to attract everything they need to bring them to life. All you have to do is believe it and step out on it. Give your best first and see what happens. Tatiana, could you go tell the people... Uh, about any of your upcoming uh, film projects? Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> um, right now I'm in pre-production of my first big gig <laughs> okay. in New York, and it's actually a shooting in New York, Spain, and Romania. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, it's like a big, big film, a great director, which is the same director that I worked with when I came to New York that we did this short film Basketballs and the one that is right now just winning awards is crazy. <laughs> okay, okay. We won three awards already in Spain. Oh, wow. We decided, and we got into 20 um, festivals by now. We're okay. We're waiting for answers from others. Okay. And um, that is, yeah, the name is The Pigeons. The Pigeons. I cannot tell very much about the story. I have, like, FBI confidential. <laughs> you don't think that I should not say yeah. Uh-huh. And also, there's another um, other documentary that is coming out. The name is Avanjork. Okay. Avanjork is um, the story about hip hop in New York and La Habana, Cuba. Okay. And um, and how there's something about the rhythm and the beat of the heart that moves along in both places. And, okay. And you know the line it will be the music and how it has evolved until now. Okay. Um another project uh, this year is just like really crazy there. We're coming out with a, um from Texas to Tehran. Okay. And that's my other pretty baby. <laughs> and so it's about um basketball players that professional basketball players from United States that are actually hired by Iran to play professionally basketball in Iran. And wow. it's their life 
inside it and and all the things that is actually going in in, in Iran as a as a United States um, citizen in a foreign country. Wow. How hard it is, and uh, um, you know, it's to break up with a lot of things that we see on television and also what is real life about in Iran. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tatiana, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, and I, I know that somebody's going to hear your uh, interview today, and it's going to change their life. No, thank you, thank you so much. It's like really, really an honor to talk, talk to you guys, <laughs> and, and I'm really, really happy that. But yeah, before you go, I wanted to I wanted to also uh, tell Mika's and Lars uh, hello. If yeah. They're listening. <laughs> All the way to Australia. Oh, okay, going away to Australia. Our friends, uh, Juma Sound System, uh, are on their world tour now, and um, we just wanted to let them know that we were thinking about them, and if they hear the show, that, you know, hey, much success, guys. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tatiana, I, I want you to stay on the line. Um, I want to go to the next guest, but I want you to um, just stay around just in case we have any more questions for you. Um, yeah, sure. You do it? Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Well, people, this is this is like I said, this is a dynamic day. I got another guest on here who's a dynamic, 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 dynamic person. Also, um, want to read you her bio. Uh, my next guest, our next guest, is the author of the first contemporary Nigerian cuisine cookbook called Contemporary Nigerian Cuisine, uh, which provides recipes and methods of enhanced yet authentic popular Nigerian dishes for Western and Westernized target audiences. This book has been received very well in Europe and America and is the first in a series of books authored by our guests to promote Nigerian culinary culture. She has a Bachelor's of Science in the Bachelor's of Science degree in food science and technology and has worked with such companies as Cadbury Nigeria Limited and Guinness Nigeria Limited. So without any further ado, I would like to introduce to you all Miss Funke Koliosho. Funke? Hello. Hello. Hello, Miles. How Hello, are you can doing? Can you hear me? I hear you very I'm well. Fine. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> well, it is an uh, absolute honor to have you on the show today. Oh, it's my absolute honor as well. <laughs> so, where are, you, where are you calling from today, Funke? Um, England, Essex. There's a place called Essex. Oh. In England, yes. This is the first, you are the first international guest on the show. Oh really? <laughs> this is an absolute. That's why we're so honored to have you today. This is this is amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank You're you so very welcome. Much. Well, Funke, you are the author of a dynamic book entitled "Contemporary Nigerian Cuisine." Uh, could you yes. please share with the audience your motivation behind writing your book? Well, um, I, w- I was actually motivated by a lot of things. Uh, in the first instance, is that I'm very passionate about cooking. Okay. Um, the, f- the first of four girls in my family growing back, um, growing up back home in um, Nigeria. Okay. Um, and my mom, um, she encouraged us to cook from a very, very um, early age. And um, because there was four of us, we were in competition with each other, <laughs> and we would <laughs> we would normally ask my dad and my brothers and all the other. And sort of men in the family, um, which one they preferred. And believe it or not, up till now, I still do that, and I get a lot of um, joy, um, satisfaction when when people eat my dishes. 
And, okay. you know, they, they say all these positive things about it and how much they've enjoyed it. So that is that is a motivation for me. Um, also, um, coming from a country that has so much said about it, um, I just I just feel that real need to to educate people and, and let them understand my culture. And you know, obviously, food plays a very crucial role in in culture. Yes. And um, help. Yeah. So um, that also plus the fact that. My kids are now live in England, and there's so many uh, people in my category that have, you know, left Africa to leave here. Right. And our kids are growing up in this new environment, and and there is no real opportunity for them to experience how things are normally done in a traditional way. Um, so I thought maybe um, um, this cookbook would give them a glimmer, you know, of what. And they probably would never experience because obviously they're growing up um, here. Right. But the fact that there there is an increasing number of people as well who are either sort of forming some sort of partnership with Nigerians either through marriage or um, through employment. Um, I don't know if you're aware that Nigeria is quite um, um, rich in, in uh, natural resources and yeah. you find lots of um, expatriates working over there. So um, this cookbook um, hopefully would, would sort of introduce them or even um, you know, create that opportunity for them to, to learn and discover um, Nigerian cuisine. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that's a, a dynamic reason there. Make sure your, uh, you know, your children are definitely not going too far away from you know, the things that you've you in, been instilling yeah. in you. That's that's really great. Uh, when we spoke on the phone earlier this week, I remember you telling me that um, you believe that food is a, a good part of enjoying life. Um, could you please, you know, tell us why you feel that way? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes when I say that, people kind of look at me in in a funny way. But it's you know, usually they come to agree that you know that is actually quite true. Um, we, as, as human beings, we have been wonderfully made. Our bodies are right. um, wonderful systems that actually take in information and process it. And I think the taste that we get from food as a form of information we're feeding into our bodies. And, and you know, our bodies are able to sort of process this and, and help us attain a, a state of satisfaction. Right. Um, so, so... If you look at it, I think even the way that um, God has intended for for us to be on earth, I think it's part of our mission to to explore and discover. Um, and you know, obviously, um, plants that we have around us, which form part of the food that we eat, right. um, there's so there's so many of them. And um, the discovery of them, I think, is, is part of how we eventually um, enjoy our lives and ourselves. And you know, um, also, if you look at it, there's every aspect of life, there is some sort of food <laughs> that we need to have to right. accompany whatever we're doing. Um, any form of celebration, for instance, you would always have some food served. Um, even our daily life even in um, corporate um, environments. 
so so definitely, yeah, food is is part of enjoying life, yeah. Wow. So what do you what do you believe that food um says about the culture that it comes from? Yeah. But again is is um if you mention just just the fact that you mention a particular food, you immediately know who or the you know, the, the sort of the group of people associated with our food. Um, even in biblical times, for instance, the food played a, you know a crucial role. Um, weddings, for instance, you know normal things that the um, every sort of aspect of life, okay. weddings, uh, funerals, uh, the birth of the baby, um, and even specifically speaking, in parts of Africa, and I would mention um, in Nigeria, for instance, there are tribes where. Um, certain foods are prepared for certain occasions. For instance, um, in the southern part of Nigeria, for instance, people who are planning to get married, the women, for instance, or in, in particular, will um, be kept in a in a house for about three weeks, and and they will be fed certain ty- um, types of food okay. in preparation for their marriage. And also, if someone died. There are specific things that are, you know, the meals that are made to sort of indicate that there is a um, there is death in the family, and and so obviously if that is you no, know, if all the all this social um, um, activities, um, obviously as what forms culture, and 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 the food that sort of accompanies it clearly defines that culture because. Um, as you move from one continent continent to the other, you find all these sort of variations, and and then you begin to understand how each um, you know you know each preference for you know for instance if um, um, some people are eating beans for instance in in in, in celebrating a certain occasion, right. you move somewhere else you might find that that may actually not be um what they use to celebrate the same sort of occasion. Okay. So you, clearly you can see how, you know, you know, the food that is that accompanies certain activities is sort of defining um the culture. Okay. Um, so I have to ask you this question. Today yeah. um a lot of people are really health conscious and how important is healthy living to you, and what role does it play in your recipes? Right, everyone, everyone has to be sort of mindful of what they eat these days. Yeah, definitely. It's all a part of individually um, understanding the components of our food. Okay. And um, we need to sort of make the effort individually to understand what each ingredients that goes into our food contains and how does that relate to us how how does that affect our well-being how does it affect our health what does it provide for us and how does it sort of provide nourishment for us so understanding that is very crucial and also uh, we need to um, um, be aware of how much of each of these things we eat and how often we eat them um, 
in in the cookbook, what I have done um, is I have pointed out the health benefits of each of the ingredients that go into the um, recipes, and obviously I'm talking about um, things like the vitamins and 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 the minerals that are okay. found, and um, and that I have done that in 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 the hope that anyone who um, wants to try any of the recipes would understand the benefits of what um, the ingredients will be will be um, um, would have on 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 their health. Okay. So it is it is very important, obviously, for us to uh, be mindful of what we put into our bodies. And um, as I said earlier, understanding the individual components of the food is what is actually quite important okay. for, for us all as individuals to make the effort to understand what our food contains. Okay. Well, I, I think it's safe to say that you you really know you really, you really know what you're talking about here, because uh, and um, a lot of people need to hear this that you know it does matter what you're putting in your body and it, it's always good to know that you know when you you see a cookbook like this like you know contemporary Nigerian cuisine it's mm-hmm. designed you know with your not just to make you make the food taste good but also to be good for you and um, I think a lot of people when you when you get this cookbook you're going to you know definitely see that it's 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 really important that taste is not taken away from from good healthy living either and I think this, exactly. this definitely yeah, yeah. signifies that it's 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 all about also creating that balance we obviously you're focusing on health yeah you want to be healthy you want right. to ensure that the food is not going to eventually kill you right. but then you also want to retain that aspect of enjoyment which we were talking earlier of food being um you know it's it helps you to enjoy your life you you want to savor the taste you want to you know the textures the flavors everything and and attain that level of satisfaction from eating you know you know eating your food correct that's 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 such a major point because i i know you know just like you said I, when i food is a part part of enjoying life it is and um i can think about some of the best times i've had in life and i can think about the food i ate at the at the the party i may have went to because you know it was a part of the the actual environment so i think um yeah you definitely can't leave out taste to you know, yes. for healthy, it has to be balanced. Yes, and do you know how sometimes you you sort of um, um, sort of thinking back at some of the occasions you've been, or even countries that you've been, or restaurants, mm-hmm. and 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 you know what the food was fab, and it would obviously be because of what you have um, experienced from eating that food. Right. And 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 that sort of imprints on your memory and hopefully that you know usually that would not be erased for the rest of your life you'd always you always remember it and say oh when i you know i had this and it was fantastic and you know that sort of thing um so yeah most definitely um food food is is very crucial to enjoying your life um uh, in, in africa and i'm sure maybe even in the world it, there is a saying which says um um, a hungry person is is an angry person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, I, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. And even in biblical times, I tell you some of all the stories. And um, the Queen Esther, she 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 realized how um, um, enjoyment of you know when people enjoy food, yes. how it sort of 
help them to attain a, a level where they become approachable okay. and, and you, you can have your way with them. So it's, 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 um, um, food plays a key role in, 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 in our lives. Aside okay. from the fact that it gives us that, the nourishment that helps us to sustain our lives. Well, one thing I, I I can also definitely tell I mean I I can feel your passion for what it is you're doing, um, and I, I'm big on passion myself. I'm actually, you know, in, in my job as a a coach and a, a just an overall motivator, you know, it's really important for me to do my job with with passion because I set the tone for other people. So it it's partly my passion to to do it the way I do it to 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 be as energetic as I am and to you know even to do the show it, it's part this is part of my passion. Um, and like I said, you're, we can tell that you're very passionate about food and, and how, to, how to make it healthy. And what is your opinion? Um, in your opinion, what, how does one discover their passion? Um, I, I have a slightly different um, opinion about uh, a lot of people say, you know, lots of different things. But I, 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 I do believe that everybody's got a special affinity to do something well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think there's any set the rules for for to, to help people discover it because you can, people can discover their passion very early on in their lives or it could right. be much later. Um, it could be discovered as a result of an external stimulus or maybe change of circumstances or something. Um, and I also think that it could it could be something that could be nurtured from a very young age by some someone else, maybe their parents. For right. Them. Talking about the key people who have made it big in, in show business, for instance, or in the sports world, where their parents have been the ones that have sort of helped them to to grow that passion. Okay. Um, um, also, it could be something that someone else will discover for you. Okay. You, sometimes you may not always be the one that discovers it. it. It might it might be something that someone else would discover on your behalf. Okay. So it it's a it's a it's a very radical view. Um you know, but but I, I just believe that if if anyone comes to that point where they have discovered their passion, um they should realise that it will be anything that um they love to do incessantly, something that they just want to, you know, carry on doing and, and doing. Something that brings a lot of pleasure to them, something that, that helps them sort of accomplish okay. themselves, and something that comes to them um, naturally without a lot of effort. And my advice to, 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 to them will be, if they found it, then it should be something that they should sort of tie their own growth with, so as they're growing their passion, they're also growing in their passion, or maybe their passion is growing in them. Okay. That, that's the way I kind of look, that's the way I look at it. Well, that's that's a in itself that that that's still the answer. You know, there's no correct answer. It's just you know an answer basically coming from your your experience, and I think people can understand that. People mm-hmm. truly understand what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Funke, we, we have to wrap up, but I want you okay. to tell people how can they find you and how can they find this book because I, I want to get people, I want to get this book in people's hands. How how do we get this book into people's hands? Yeah, but at the moment it's um, it can be it can be ordered um, on Amazon.co.uk. 
Okay. Um, and that's Amazon.co.uk. Apparently, they're two separate um, okay. um, organizations, even though they're one. Um, at the moment, it's not on Amazon.com, but there, it is available on Amazon.co.uk, and they do international delivery. Okay. And, and there's more information on my website as well on um, www.contemporarynigerianquizzing.com. Well, Fonke, we, we appreciate having you on the show today, and I, I have to be completely honest with you. This The, the honor has just grown immensely. I, I'm, it's just absolutely amazing that you took the time you know, to because I know it's five, you're five hours ahead of us, and I know it's, it's, it's it almost midnight. Midnight at the moment, yes, it's <laughs> midnight here. <yeah. laughs> so we we definitely appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I look forward to um, having you back on the show again. Oh yes, that would be my yeah my my pleasure. Thank okay. you so much. You're so welcome. Thank okay. you. Uh, and keep up the good work as well. You thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. That means a lot. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, people, we've had a a dynamic show. I've given you some great interviewees here. I've given you um, some tips on how to master the art of allowing in your life. Um, The show is uh, off the air as far as streaming on the Internet, but the show is still recording for the podcast. I want to give you this last thing before I go. Uh, I want to personally thank uh, Tatiana Garcia and Funke Coliosho for for appearing on the show today. This is a dynamic. This is a, a first. Uh, this is the first basically international show that we've done, and it's only getting bigger. Uh, goes back to uh, what we were talking about earlier with the prayer of Jabez. You know, I I I believe that each and every one of us has a dream and and dynamic goals and just things that, that are divinely implanted in each, each and every one of us. And if we call out on, on God, we call out on his power to just be with us, to touch us and be with us, it will expand your borders. It will cause you to get out from where you've normally been. You will do great things. You have to believe it. Believe your good is possible. I'm a, that's the one thing I want you to take from today. Believe your good is possible. The people that are guests today, they believe their good is possible. And it opened up the door so much more. Now you you have people who all over the world doing great things. Believe your good is possible because there's some good things coming to you. The universe, the way God has intended it for you, is abundant. And that is the natural state of the universe. Get into the natural flow of the universe. And that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I want you to know that I am thoroughly excited about the opportunity to be here with you each and every week. I want you to be blessed throughout this week until we meet next week. I want you to download this podcast. Tell all your friends about it. Tell your friends about the guests we had on here. I want you to to take the lesson that I, I taught you today and just and run with just just embrace it because it's the beginning of something dynamic in your life. I know it is because it's working for me. Well, without further ado, I'll let you know that um, this has been Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I'm Miles W. Miller, and I want you to know that I love you, I care about you, I'm praying for you, and please remember this. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you. I'll see you next week.